Hey there, hi there, ho there, welcome to Hysterical Horizons, the podcast that broadens your horizons hysterically. <sighs> yes, I love having a stick up my ass, it's, oh god, it feels so wonderful. Any case, or in any case, rather, <clears throat> welcome to Hysterical Horizons' first official miniseries, Questions That Teachers Hate, Volume 1. And, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm gonna be asking, rhetorically, questions that teachers hate, and maybe we'll even hear from an old teacher or two. Who knows who might show up during the podcast. My first question that teachers hate and definitely got me thrown out of all the good schools is... Why are there seven days in a week? For example, the Mayan calendar features 14 days in a week. So I'm just curious, why are there seven days in a week? Does it have something to do with uh, the work week? So, you know, we can work five days a week and only be off two? Hmm, if the work week was 14 days long, well, it wouldn't be 14 days long, really, but if the week was 14 days long, how long would the work week actually be? Hmm. Even if it was eight days, that's still six days off. Well, that's not much more than you normally get them. Oh, wait, hang on. Let's do the math here. If you have a job where you normally have Saturday, Sunday off, that's... Gasp. Eight days off and a whole month so if you have 14 days in a week which means 14 days equals one week which means there are four weeks in a I don't want to do the math for how many 14 times 4 is because I suck at math but in any case you catch my drift here if you have 6 days off that's like 24 days off in a month that's a pretty good deal. And they could stagger those days, really. Like, you could work two days, be off the next two days, however, like, you'd fucking want. Why are you asking these questions? Well, I'm just wondering who fucking decided seven days or a week. I mean, it... We've always been taught that science isn't exact, and nothing's really an exact science, so... Why is seven days exactly a week. For that matter, who decided that Monday was called Monday? What do we call it, Monday? Because it's the most mundane fucking day of the week because it's the first day of the fucking work week? And, oh, I get it, Tuesday. It's the second day of the work week. Two D. But in that case, then Thursday really should be the middle of the week. It should be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday because Thursday's closer to being three. But I guess they couldn't really figure out to come up with a, a, a force day. You know, because Friday's obviously five, so I guess they put uh, Wednesday in the middle because it's like, when the fuck is this week ever going to end day? <clears throat> you shut your mouth, sir. What? These are valid questions. Like, for example, if quantum mechanics are a scientific proven theory that's not, you know, a pseudoscience, why isn't it being taught in more schools? Because it seems to occur to me that if we've proven there's something like the force in Star Wars, you know, a force field around us that through our mental intentions we can tap into and do shit with, like manifesting stuff and uh, that kind of, you know, ish. If there's that kind of thing, um... Wouldn't it occur to you that magic is real and that we kind of totally have to rethink our reality? Okay, now you just need to get the fuck out of my classroom right now! I'm sorry, but it just occurs to me that, I mean, I'm not making any of these things up. I'm asking questions and I'm exaggerating things a little bit, but nothing that I'm saying is really completely false. I mean, why don't you have the answers to these questions, professor? I, um, they didn't teach them to me in, you know, college. 
where I learned to be a professor, so I don't have the answers to the question, and they're giving me a headache, and that's why I want you to get the fuck out of my classroom. Well, if they didn't teach them to you in college, shouldn't, you know, if I'm asking these questions, shouldn't we, you know, kind of explore them? You know what? You are being a real fucking problem. These are the rules. It's written down in a book. What, what the fuck? I know it's written down in a book, but Harry Potter's written down in a book, and until recently I didn't think that shit could, you know, potentially be any kind of true. Okay, I think you need to go see the school psychologist. Why? What? Because I believe in magic? Because I think that it's possible that if quantum mechanics are real, then that proves that magic could be real? And if that's real, and if we're just now finding out about it, then... What else in our past and in our films could have, at one point, been true? I mean, I'm not saying it's true right now, obviously, because, you know, if you can manifest money and things into your life with quantum mechanics, then what happens if an entire group starts trying to manifest one particular thing? You know, like that scene in Peter Pan when everybody's just like, I believe in fairies, and it brings Tinkerbell back to life? Okay, you... What kind of drugs are you on, sir? I smoked a little pot earlier today, but I really don't see what that has to do with anything. These questions are not that insane. I mean, we accept the Bible is true, and it states that a dude walked on water, that he was the product of an immaculate conception. I really don't see how these theories are totally that fucking out there. Okay, you're acting too sane for me to be able to commit you, so I don't fucking know what to do here. You're just kind of talking to yourself. Well, sometimes I guess we gotta fucking talk to ourselves, and maybe somebody might fucking listen eventually. I don't fucking know. It just occurs to me that there are a lot of things that are occurring to me that nobody's asking about, and I don't fucking know why. I don't proclaim to be the smartest person in the room. I mean, Professor, I, I thought for the longest time that you were the smartest person, but uh, I might not have answers to these questions, but it, it occurs to me that you haven't even asked them. Why haven't you asked them? You know what? I'm just here to collect a fucking paycheck. I'm just here to do a job. Why, why do you gotta treat me like this? I've got a mortgage, a family. What the fuck do you want me to do for you? I can't answer any of these fucking questions. Well, then don't you think that we should start discussing them so maybe we can find somebody who can answer them? Because it, it just kind of occurs to me that if these people who are talking about quantum mechanics and, you know, the scientific field, their, their minds are going to be all, like, in hard science and stuff, so they're not going to be able to, like, daydream and, like, think of infinite possibilities, but quantum mechanics basically prove that possibilities are truly infinite. And that probably explains why the galaxy is expanding all the time because nobody wants the galaxy to end, and so all those thoughts that don't want the galaxy to end would just make it get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, doesn't that make logical sense? Do you want to teach the fucking class? Here, just come up here, get on the podium, and I'll go home and fuck my wife. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't mind, sure. I'll, I'll teach the fucking class. <clears throat> so, I guess, really, since none of us can possibly know the answers to these questions... What we should do, you know, in class is probably just ask questions and just keep asking questions until we get to ones that are truly fucking impossible. But once again, with quantum mechanics, what truly is impossible? And why have these possibilities been hidden from the world? It just seems like they've been kind of hidden because... People have talked about stuff akin to quantum mechanics for years and years and years, but scientists just fucking laughed them out the room. Huh. But now that it's called quantum theory and not magic hocus pocus, scientists are all down with it because they've, you know, been able to eventually test it. Kind of seems like scientists just don't have any faith at all like they, they have to totally prove something to believe in it and I'm kind of in that camp too but in that case like if scientists 
are fucking wrong about that stuff. I mean, think about something. Are eggs good or bad? Do you really know? Like, they used to tell us they were good, then the yellows were good. It is a Lewis Black bit, admittedly. But still, it's like there are so many things that we're told are good, and then we're told they're bad. Like, look at the keto diet. Now they're telling you to, like, eat lots of butter and fatty foods, and that sounds cool to me, but it, it, we're changing a lot of things that were once told to us to be universal facts. And realistically, though, when you think about it, these universal facts haven't been around for very long. And if, you know, technology's been evolving at an ever-rapid fucking rate... Huh. Then it just occurs to me that we're going to have a lot of stuff that we think is, you know, infallible, proven wrong. Scientists are not going to like this shit. You know, they, they, they're a little bit arrogant. Doesn't it seem like it? You go up to a, a scientist and you try to talk to them about ancient alien theory, for example, and they get... They get really fucking defensive. I mean, they want us to really believe that in a time when there were no tools, like, there weren't even ropes and pulleys at that time, they want us to believe that just through sheer fucking human will, like, maybe creating a fucking big plank of wood where you could put, like, a fucking stone on and then people carried it, but some of these things were transported, like, miles and miles and miles, and there are, like, hundreds and hundreds of stones to go on those fucking pyramids. Like, I, I mean, the wood that was in the or that it's at least in the area now, and that archaeologists and anthropologists have stated would have been in ancient Egypt, would have been too soft to really, you know, create any actual kind of support to carry stones that heavy. And yeah, I'm sure there were, like, a lot of slaves, but with that kind of intense slave labor, they'd probably be dropping, like, flies fucking every day. And another really good point, like, once they've built the fucking pyramid and the pharaohs died, why don't they just, you know, fucking throw the body in the river and have a party in the pyramid with all the pharaoh's shit? Because, you know, who the fuck's gonna know? Pharaoh's dead. Why the fuck would they put him in there? Because they're superstitious? Well, I get that they're superstitious, but... You would think that to prevent a revolt, they would have to have some kind of technology or... I don't know, something to really scare those people to keep them in line. Where would they get that shit from? For that matter, why do their hieroglyphics... Why do their hieroglyphics fucking depict weird-looking creatures? I mean, I know that they might have been creative in, like, combining things that they would have seen, but there's stuff on those hieroglyphics that they wouldn't have seen, like, you know... A fucking helmet on a dude's head with, like, a little tether and cable to a little suitcase that the dude's carrying. And I know that that doesn't have to be, like, astronaut gear and shit, but still, like... Where the fuck would they have come up with that from? What, were they thinking, like, they could, you know, put, like, an air thing on their head and use it to, like, walk underwater? If these people are that smart, and for that matter, if they figured out, like, how to disembowel people without really destroying the bodies in a way that's in a kind of a way more medically, like, precise than even stuff that's used in, like, funeral homes today. Like, where did they learn this shit from? I know that human beings are smart, but if they were that smart then, how did human beings evolve so slowly? Like, I get that you'd bring up the fucking Dark Ages, but I don't know, that losing all that information at that time like i know that there'd be stuff that was written down that'd be lost but there would have been people who would have been alive who would have had the information too it just really seems like there's a lot of things that we were taught that was actually true that just you know it's true from a certain point of view certainly but in that case why is everything in the world so fucking rigid <clears throat> doesn't it seem to me that maybe just fucking maybe we should be a little less rigid. Maybe we should, you know, take a cue from a very wise man who died a very mysterious death. Bruce Lee, we should be like water, my friend. By the way, anybody see that Be Like Water documentary? They had this really great part where um, his wife, Shannon, I believe Shannon's his wife, that might be his daughter's name. Anyway, his wife, 
was talking about the death of Bruce Lee, and, and Brandon Lee for that matter. Uh, but mainly when referring to Bruce Lee's death, she said something along the lines of, I know his fans keep asking questions, but he's dead. It doesn't matter. I was like, eh, eh, hey, hang on, hang on, wait. Baby, baby, can you come back here? Can you come back here? You, you just said that he's dead and it doesn't matter. Now, um, that's not a no. That's not he wasn't murdered. That's not he died of natural causes. That's a... That's like almost the safest way of saying, I still don't know how he fucking died, but I'm not asking questions because I don't want me or my daughter to die next. I mean, doesn't that kind of sound more plausible than, like, if you were just going to say, you know, he just died, wouldn't you just said something like that? Why would you intentionally say something like, he's dead, it doesn't matter? And it's like intentional because that's recorded for a... A fucking documentary so they would have recorded those lines and re-recorded them till like they got them sounding exactly right so why would they have chosen those words i know it's a lot of shit that makes you think stuff that we don't fucking think about and i understand why you might not think about this stuff in like uh you know elementary through high school and whatnot but why aren't more college courses talking about these kinds of things? How is political correctness spread so easily? How do people think it's truly a good idea to censor thoughts and words? Like That all stems from the assumption that if somebody says something provocative, that they're saying it to be evil and hateful. That's really fucking reductive and moronic thinking i mean it's almost like thinking that if somebody brings up adolf hitler that they're automatically you know his number one fan like adolf adolf oh my god adolf i am such a big fan adolf oh my goodness it's not possibly that i just am fascinated that somebody as fucking crazy as you could rise to power get away with all that you did and manipulate your people the way that you did. Most of all, I'm even more curious why a lot of, you know, the Nazi scientists and really, really smart Nazi people that worked for you, why did they work for the American government afterwards? Hmm? Yes, yes, why did the, why did a lot of the Nazi scientists, why were they pardoned? And, you know, put in charge of relatively important parts of American government? You can Google this. I... I don't know, Mr. Person whose accent randomly goes in and out. It's okay. I come from the future. We have a bunch of different accents. We just... We mix and match. It's okay. Well, if you come from the future, then do you have any, you know... Fucking answers for us about these questions? Um, well, you see, the problem is... I can't give them to you. What? Why? What the fuck can't? Why? Well, you, you have to figure this shit out for yourself. Jesus fucking... That's a... Rip. I know it sounds like a really stuck up fucking thing to say, but the truth is, if we give you certain bits of information before you're ready for it, your head just gonna go poof. Well, uh, I guess that kind of makes sense considering how stupid we can fucking be. I mean... We think about some things and we get a fucking headache and some people get like random aneurysms and they just fucking heal over. So, I mean, there are some people who suggest that aneurysms are like being unplugged from the matrix, but like, those are really good questions to ask my friend, but I can't give you any of these fucking answers, so I gotta go. Oh, okay, nice seeing you, dude from future whose accent is fucking random as hell. Shit, that's a lot of possibilities though, you know? What the fuck? People automatically being labeled Nazis just for wanting to realize, you know, hey, this dude rose to power. He fucking manipulated the entire world for a while. The Americans were even, like, fucking honest. I mean, we hosted the Olympics in Nazi fucking Germany. Yeah, people don't like to remember that shit, do they? So why, when the Nazi regime was falling, did we take some really fucked up smart people and like put him in charge of like you know cia shit and um 
fucking make one of them the head of the American Psychiatric Association. Again, you can fact check all this. And I'm not stating their names and like where exactly they were because I don't fucking remember their exact places. There's obviously people smarter than me who know their names and their exact ranks and shit. So why am I the only one who's, you know, thinking it's a little odd that ex-Nazis worked within our government right after World War II and, like, nobody thought that might be a problem? Nobody thought they might, you know, do some dirty underhanded shit? It, it, you know, since most people don't seem to speak their mind and they seem to just, you know, say whatever the fuck will get them whatever their goals are and... There are manipulators and, like, really talented infiltrators, like, just seems like a really fucking stupid idea to put those people in any kind of position of power. You know what? I guess that's why, at the end of Inglorious Bastards, they showed that deal being made, you know, with, uh, Christoph Waltz's character, Colonel Lanza. I think that was his fucking name. Should've just, you know, I should've just left it at Christoph Waltz's character, but I had to try to be more specific and make myself look a little stupid, but... That's okay. I am retarded. And that's an even better question. Why is it that a retard is asking, you know, these questions? Why isn't somebody smarter asking these questions? Because it would seem to me if you're a smarter person, you should be able to come up with these questions on your own, and you should probably be able to take them a lot further than I fucking can. Why am I the only one to have these fucking thoughts? Is it because I smoke a lot of weed? Is that it? Does the weed like... Well, considering all the good shit weed does for us, and considering quantum mechanics are real, <clears throat> then that's gotta prove that there's some kind of creating force in the universe that's responsible for all this shit, because where the fuck did it all come from? I, I have the answers. I have the answers right here, right here. I have the answers, actually. Oh. Okay, cool. Come on up, dude. Tell me the answers. All right. Here are the answers. It's very simple. We're in a computer simulation. There. Now you know. Please go back to your seat, dude. That's not a good answer. What? You don't want to accept the fact that we're in a computer simulation? Get the fuck back to your seat. Uh, I'll, I'll continue to lead the class, and I'll, I'll, I'll attempt to answer why that's a dumb fuck explanation. If this is a computer simulation, what's its fucking goal? What's the purpose? Like, if we're... You know, somebody's gonna fucking probably say, Oh, well, they're trying to use this as AI to figure out, like, really advanced questions. Do you see that it takes a retard to ask some of these smart questions in our fucking society? So that rules out the fact that this is a simulation designed to figure some fucking shit out. And once you, you know, accept the fact that aliens are probably real, I mean, again, I know that there are infinite possibilities, but a computer simulation just basically takes those infinite possibilities and just takes a complete shit on top of them. It's like, oh, well, your infinite possibilities, I just want you to, to know, like, it doesn't, it's not real. It's, it's just numbers. I'm like, go fuck yourself. No, the fuck it's not. That's like the most nihilistic, cynical way of fucking looking at the world because all the stuff that we are discovering with quantum mechanics and all of these questions that this fucking retard is trying to ask and hopefully somebody listening will have some questions or will be able to ask some other you know have answers to these questions or at least have questions of their own that i've never thought of and then maybe we can fucking figure some shit out that way i don't know what I do know is that asking these questions is a lot better use of our time than, you know, fighting over each other, beginning going, you support Trump, fuck you. You support Biden, fuck you. Why did I make both people sound like rednecks? Because it's kind of the equivalent of both people's IQ. You know, rednecks, I think, should kind of get the benefit of the doubt a little more because we know they're fucking morons. Sorry, dudes, I'm not trying to put you down by saying you're morons, but, you know, you are. It's okay. Because legitimately, here's a good fucking question. If Trump's really is fucking fucked up and whatnot as we think, 
and as he seems to behave like. How have we never been able to just throw his ass out of office? It's almost like a really good fucking TV show. It's like, how, how is he able to keep power like that? It doesn't make a lot of fucking sense. Because you would think that, you know, even Republicans would just be like, all right, let's take this dude out of office, obviously. But it hasn't fucking happened. I mean, it just seems to me that this is like the most easily impeachable president we've ever fucking had, and we couldn't fucking get him impeached. How, how can you run away with power like that? Because there are people on both sides of the aisle who don't like him. Could it be that all of the yelling and screaming from the general public has made it almost impossible to actually figure out exactly what he's done wrong because instead of fucking zeroing in on the things that he's done that were actual probably crimes or, you know, things that at least should get him impeached for, we instead jumped all over him for saying shit like Kofefe. He seems to almost be smarter than we give him credit for because it's like that uh, episode of Family Guy. You know the one where they had the gay marriage thing and it was like Adam West built this uh, this statue of Diggum and everybody got pissed off at all the money he wasted so he, he decided to cancel fucking gay marriage just so people would be distracted and it worked. Trump seems to know how to get us distracted just by going out and saying stuff that gets liberals to go, and again, not trying to put you liberals down, but you're a little volatile and you're very, very, very easily pissed off. And you do seem to lack self-control to an extent because we know what Trump is and yet we keep reacting to him and that's exactly what he fucking wants. Most of all, he wanted to rally a bunch of people that we could easily label as racists to be his supporters so that we would just scream, you're a racist because you're a Trump supporter. And then these people would just dig their heels in more because they know we're not actually racist and we just don't like the other side. So you create this wonderful division because you have somebody who's like a true fucking despicable monster. But then you also have other people on the other side who just don't trust the Democrats. And it's not like out of an evil fucking intention. Where did it start that people just started calling Trump supporters just all racist? Like... You really didn't think that maybe they just didn't want to vote for fucking Hillary? And you maybe think that now they just don't want to vote for Biden? And they just look at Trump like, it. you know, he says fucked up shit all the time, but at least we know where we fucking stand with him because he's one of the few motherfuckers who speaks his mind. So, I mean, it's like the evil that you know at the very least. Doesn't it seem possible that there are a lot of Trump supporters who could be thinking that way and they could have been brainwashed by this whole dog dog and pony show shit? You know? And it occurs to me that in that scenario, then you liberals and Democrats have really been used to just create the divided states of fucking America. I mean, this is a time when we all should be coming together more than fucking ever. And all we want to do is bicker and fight over what person in politics you fucking support. And how naive do you have to be to think that a Democrat or a Republican is really going to save the day? Like, do you really think the president is going to do anything no matter who it is? Like, let's look at some past history here, folks. Nothing changed under Bill Clinton. Nothing really changed under George W. Bush. Yes, we went to a war, but this country goes to wars all the time, so let's, you know, not look at that one too deeply. We're a warlike nation, and up until, you know, the last couple of years, war has been one of our main industries, so nothing changed there. We accelerated wars with Obama. You would have thought that, you know, he would have pulled out but he was the dude who just kept ramming the cock in and didn't care if he shot a load deep in her fucking stomach, you know? 
We still haven't seen the results of that load, because I guess he was shooting blanks. We haven't, like, seen a new democracy or any kind of new government fucking appear in the Middle East. It just kind of seems like the same old shit that's been going on since before the 90s. So, that was a waste of fucking time. We made more enemies than we made friends, and, you know, we got rid of Al-Qaeda, but now ISIS is here! Yay! It's, it's just a different name for the same shit. It's almost like they just call it ISIS just so, you know, we think that we got rid of Al-Qaeda. And realistically, there are statistics that show that Barack Obama dropped more bombs than Bush did. And then there's, you know, the fact that Trump, well, he's done nothing at all. Everything that he does is the same thing that Barack did. It's the same thing that Bush did. The only difference is that he's a real fucking wrestling superstar kind of presidential speaker, you know? It's like, we're going to go into China, brother, that shitty fucking country, and we're going to make sure that they stop taking our jobs. I mean, other than that, it's the same shit, different fucking day. And realistically, look at how divided we are and how distracted we are in the fact that it's taken a retard to ask some of these questions. Doesn't it kind of occur to you that maybe we have somebody as fucking volatile as Trump and we haven't been able to get him out of office? Because dun-dun-dun! Maybe... Just maybe. He was put there to distract us from the fact that Obama didn't change shit. And if we had another good spoken leader, you know, even if you know, even if Hillary wasn't the embodiment of fucking evil, even if she actually even if we're wrong about that, I'll admit, maybe I am, maybe she wasn't, you know. Hey, she's a cool cat. She certainly defended a lot of pedophiles in her day as a lawyer, and she's got a lot of weird stuff in her history. But maybe we're wrong about her. In that case, if she had been in office, then you would have seen possibly, you know, calmer states of America just like under Obama. And then people would have looked around going, hang on, hang on. Seems to me that we're repeating the last eight years all over again. Could it be that nothing really changes? That people in power decide when things change? Hmm. These are questions that we should be asking. I don't know the answers to them. But we should be asking them. We should be asking questions, you know, like conspiracy theorists, for example, who believe that there is a ruling elite or a ruling superpower who controls either all of the United States or all of the fucking world. Has it occurred to you that if we're this fucking stupid, maybe they're not fucking evil? I mean, it's a question that should be asked. Because it seems to me that only people with a slight screw loose, you know, get interested in conspiracy theories, and I'm one of them. But how come nobody ever, you know, sticks with the conspiracy theories when they get that screw, you know, tightened and put in place properly? Because it just would seem to me that if you look at things positively, you might go, well, if there are this many fucking stupid people, and if it's this hard to fucking get... You know, if people just go off just because they hear somebody saying the same shit that they've heard, you know, Trump saying over and over again, if we're this weak and easily manipulated, then maybe it's, you know, kind of like that movie The Giver? Maybe that's why a lot of us are on antidepressants, and, you know, maybe they put some shit in the food that, like, blocks out our emotions, but and thinking about it, looking at how stupid people can be and how I'm, like, a retard and I'm asking these questions and trying to think about the, these things in some kind of logical, clear-minded fashion. I'd like to say that aside from some of the collateral damage that those in charge have caused, kind of heartlessly, but at the same time, it's like, it seems kind of like our parents, you know? They're just doing the best they fucking can. They don't know what the fuck else to do. 
and maybe it's because they don't trust us and they don't you know they don't want to educate us enough but maybe that whole ignorance is bliss thing is like you know the parent trying to protect the child and just trying to let us you know have our our little bit of life then again also with quantum mechanics who knows the kind of shit that people could fuck up with you know wrong intentions shit i mean i'd kind of worry about telling you that or asking that question if you know these things weren't already out in the world and if somebody else couldn't discover them i mean if i'm a retard and i'm asking these then somebody who's really smart's got to know about this shit and if they're not publicly really you know talking about it then we should worry about the people who have this kind of information and haven't been really sharing it with the public there are a lot of people online and on youtube where you can see these uh lectures there's this one really famous brain neuroscientist i think his first name is joe i think his last name might be depenza i might be wrong about that but he like if you just look up neuroscientist quantum theory you'll, you'll find this dude and uh, he's really fucking smart and he's talking about shit in like that scientific way but when you really think about what he's talking about, it's fucking magic. We're just trying to come up with a name for it to not, you know, go, well, it's magic. We don't have any other explanation for it, so, you know, it's magic. You don't understand quantum theory yet, so why don't we just call it magic theory and just automatically, you know, let people know that magic is real? What's wrong with that? I mean, do we really need to look at things in such a compartmentalized, faithless fashion that once we realize that you can actually influence the universe around you by tapping into some kind of universal force field, that that doesn't just prove there and then that magic is fucking real? Again, I'm asking these questions. I'm not trying to answer anything, and I'm not trying to say that my thoughts are 100% right, but I'm just basing these thoughts on in like actual study that I've done, because I read and I watch documentaries, and I've listened to both sides of the aisle about a lot of shit. So I'm just sitting here going, these seem to be good questions. Seems to be a good question to ask why you have to have a license to drive a car, but not to own a gun, and not to raise a child. If, this, if it's about, you know, the freedom thing in, in America, well, well, then why can't I just drive a car without a license? Why do I have to have a license then, you know, if we're, we're just totally free? Why do you have to know who I am? Why do you have to have my records, you know, in the government? I'm not saying that it's bad to have those things. I'm just asking these questions because if we have to have those things anyway, and that doesn't really infringe on our freedoms too, too much, though it infringes on people's freedoms depending on who you talk to quite a lot. It just depends on the person's point of view. But in any case, if we do those things anyway, then, you know, why don't we do the other things? If we're concerned about the population... Why don't we just, you know, limit people's ability to have kids? Because then that's government-forced abortions, and then, you know, they're, they're really interfering with our sex life? I guess. But it just seems to me that there's got to be a better way, and if this is a democracy, then can't we all fucking kind of come together, talk this shit out, and try to come up with some actual solutions? Like, why is it just people in Congress coming up with, you know... The shit that we want to see getting passed and creating a bill for it, but then put in a bunch of other shit in the bill that gets people to vote against stuff that they would actually vote for if they were voting for the main thing in the actual bill. Just seems to me there's a lot of dirty, underhanded shit that, that makes life very difficult and doesn't make it very democratic after all. And, and really, when thinking about it, I'm not sure that a socialist model of, of lifestyle would be the best thing in the world. I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with capitalism. If you look at Japan, it seems to work kind of well when ethical, moralistic people are leading the country. But then again, maybe moral, ethical people are leading this country. And the difference is that Japanese citizens are fucking a lot smarter than American citizens. Ergo, better situations. That doesn't seem to take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. The whole, though, there's one group ruling the, the world thing, though. You know, People are going to ask, well, if that's the case, then why are there a bunch of different kinds of democracies and, like, states of, of living kind of shit all around the, you know, the globe? 
Maybe because the people in ultimate power are trying to find, like, the best fucking methods possible. So maybe they're testing a whole bunch of methods out because they don't know which ones are the best ones. Seems unethical, seems cold-hearted at times, but if you're trying to do this shit with the best intentions, I mean, they do, they do say at times that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Maybe it's time that the leaders with the good intentions start trusting us. I mean, if I'm a retard and I can come up with these things and I don't want to fucking go and kill you leaders for doing all the shit you do, if I want to forgive you for the mistakes that you fucking made, because if the world is the way the world is in terms of history, like if it's not too much older than we think it is, even with dinosaurs and potential shit in our past, if just, you know, just given how old American America is, you know, it's not much more than, you know, what, 200 years old now? Somewhere in that ballpark range? Like, we were founded... No, we were founded in 17... Yeah, 1776 or something like that. So, yeah, we're not even... I think we're, you know... Yeah, we're a little over 200 years old. Hey, I figured it out! I just I just had to work through it. I just didn't have to give up. You know, never give up, never surrender. But since this country is so young, and since we're discovering things, you know... Why are we basing America on, you know, ancient Roman shit and since ancient Rome didn't end too well? I mean, I guess it went further than a lot of other places. See, these are just the questions that we have to fucking ask. And uh, the ruling elite hasn't wanted us to ask these questions. I guess because once you start having one of the questions that leads to other questions and then you start having fucking anxiety and panic attacks and you don't sleep well at night. But that's just like the first stage. Once you get over that shit and you just start figuring it out and you're like... Well, hang on, hang on. If the bad shit's true, then the good shit's true. There's a yin and a yang. So if all this stuff is actually true, and, you know, quantum mechanics prove that stuff is, like, way beyond our comprehension as possible, and the world hasn't totally fucking ended, and nothing really fucking horrible has happened, maybe it won't ever happen if we actually can focus our intentions on something good. I mean, if quantum mechanics exist... Maybe those people who were saying that they could literally meditate away with their intentions COVID weren't completely fucking insane. I'm not saying it actually would work, but I'm saying it might work, and maybe we shouldn't be so dismissive of those kind of ideas, because who knows what the fuck we could do if we all got our heads together and just thought happy fucking thoughts. What would happen if everybody just in America just started clapping their hands and said, I believe in fairies, I believe in fairies. I don't know what would happen. No one's ever fucking tried it. Not at once. Not everybody at once on the same day for an extended period of time to really focus that energy. So with quantum mechanics being real, the question, and the last question I'll ask you guys, girls and whatever gender you are and whatever timeline you are listening to this in, why don't we just fucking start trying shit? Or better yet, start doing shit. Since, you know, do or do not, there is no try. So let's just start doing shit positively because that can only bring positive results. If you do positive shit, good shit's going to come from it. So let's not be so afraid to do some positive shit. But also, my little cynics, I used to be one of you. I used to be a really negative, depressive person. Listen up if you're still listening to the podcast. Ask yourself this question. If quantum mechanics are real, what kind of fucking damage are you doing to your mind and your body with all those negative thoughts and feelings? Carrie Fisher died, then her mother died a couple of days later, and people say that's like dying of a broken heart. And isn't a fucking coincidence that in Star Wars, Princess Leia's mother just fucking gave up, you know, she just lost the will to live and fucking died. And it's almost like Princess Leia's mother in real life just gave up the fucking will to live and fucking died. And you say that shit, and people just go, you can't say that. I'm like, but quantum mechanics are real, so we should probably think of this stuff. But I think when people go, they're actually just going, oh my god, don't fucking make me think that. I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Well, hey, your fear is probably going to get us fucked over in the end, because if you could just think happy thoughts, things could probably work out pretty damn good. But if you just get afraid and you don't think about this shit, then what the fuck's going to happen? You know, we don't know what's going to happen. 
So we gotta start asking these questions that teachers fucking hate. Because there are so many possibilities. And this isn't just a retard telling you this. Quantum mechanics are real. What happens if you were somebody who was really positive like George Carlin for most of their life? If you're a George Carlin fan, watch his stand-up, his earliest stand-up, and go through it chronologically from earliest to like his last stuff. You know what chronologically means. I'm retarded. I can't help it. Go through his stuff from beginning to end. There we go. And see how he goes from being a real optimistic, positive person to just a cynical, nihilistic douchebag by the end of his career. Now, I say that with love because George Carlin is one of my biggest inspirations and I fucking love the dude. But I would actually say that my biggest inspiration now is Bill Burr just because he's really, he started out being super cynical and dark and now he's gone to like a more positive place. And I think that's almost more impressive because it just seems to me that maybe George Carlin might still be alive today if he was thinking more positive, happy fucking thoughts. I said that on Twitter and people were like, that's a disgusting thing to say. Not if you know about quantum mechanics, it's not. Anyway, guys, girls, and whatever gender you are and whatever timeline you're listening to this in, this has been Hysterical Horizons. I've been Amber Gamer Guy, and if you liked this content, you can find videos that I've made on Mega Media Overload's official YouTube channel. Mega Media Overload is my company of Mega Media Overloaded Shiznit. Yeah, I pretty much talk about everything there can be. Reviewing games, reviewing movies, and uh, as you can see by the subjects I'm talking about on this podcast, the media overload is only going to get even more overloaded in the future because I've just completely lost all forms of filters, and I'm just going to completely speak my mind because that's the future I want to see where we're able to say what we mean and mean what we say. And people are going, well, as a comedian, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. No, you just have to think about the context of some of your jokes. Like, here's the last joke I'll give you, just as a little bit of a treat. Just to prove that if you think about things in the right manner, you can turn anything negative into a positive. Where, what does the word nigger really mean, and where does it really come from? I mean, white assholes came up with it just to call black people, lazy, despicable pieces of shit, essentially. So if nigger means lazy, despicable piece of shit, and it's like the worst fucking word in the language, why don't we just use it as like a catch-all insult for anybody of any ethnicity, and then the racism is taken away from the word, and it's just something we use for like really shithead people, like worse than a shithead. Like, haven't you ever met somebody who was worse than an asshole, worse than a bastard? It's like, what word do we use for that person? Nigger. And in that scenario, most black people wouldn't be niggers at all. It'd be most white people. And some Asians. And some Indians. And a fuck ton of Italians. If you thought that was racist, your head's just not thinking in the right place. Because you're thinking, oh, he just wants to be okay saying nigger. Yeah, to anyone. So there's no racist connotations on the word. Can you not think and ask smart questions? Why is it a retard who can only think this way? Please explain to me. I want to know. Because this shit confuses the fuck out of me. Why do I have these thoughts? I'm fucking retarded. I got the paperwork. I'm autistic. These are the great last questions I should be asking. I'm autistic. I've got, you know, depressive issues, anxiety. I don't really have the depression or the anxiety anymore, so I don't think they actually know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to mental health because they told me I'd always have to be on fucking antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications, and one day, you know, I fucking stopped taking those, and I had to use a lot of weed every day, and I was definitely becoming dependent on that, but then there was one day when I was like, I don't want to be dependent on anything. I want to still, you know, smoke weed and have weed in my life because it's fun. But I don't want to have to depend on it to get through a tough day. I want to, you know, be able to depend on it if, like, I need to get myself to a good place. But I don't want to go through a panic attack and have to, mid-panic attack, pack a bowl and smoke it. I'd rather let the panic attack subside, get to a, you know, a better place, and then smoke a bowl just to amplify that positive feeling. 
I don't, I don't know of a lot of people who use weed that way. I don't know of a lot of people who really think about how they're using weed. They just kind of use it just to get high. And I started researching like the spiritual applications of weed. And there's like a lot of stuff about it out there that people just aren't talking about. And I would think with it becoming legalized, we should be asking these questions and talking about it more, especially, you know, with quantum mechanics being real and with that kind of alluding to the fact that I'm not saying that God, like in terms of the Christian God or whatever, I'm just saying that there is definitely a uh, positive creating force in the universe who made all this shit exist. So they definitely put weed here. So, and if it made me think these thoughts and I'm clinically retarded, maybe we all should be smoking a lot of fucking weed and thinking retarded thoughts. I don't know. I'm a retard. Certainly, if you're not, you should have better questions and even some answers to this shit. So why am I the only one asking them? Kind of losing my mind right here. In any case, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys and broadening your hysterical horizons. Yeah, I was going to try to say broadening your horizons hysterically, but I botched it, so I recovered, and then I explained the recovery because I'm retarded, and evidently you're not supposed to do that, but I just don't like fucking lying, and that would seem kind of like lying because I'd rather just be honest about the fucking mistake because then maybe I won't make the mistake again. Ah, I keep rambling on and on. Pfft. Anyway, guys, if you found this enjoyable, check out MegaMediaOverload.com or uh, hit me up on MegaMOverload.com. On Twitter, that's my at Twitter handle. I probably should have said at MegaMOverload. That would have been better. Or you can also hit me up at GamerGuy1991 on Twitter. I've been your host, Amber GamerGuy, and uh, we'll catch you later days before I make an even bigger retarded fool of myself. But hang on. I like doing that because it makes y'all laugh. Well, I think I've made y'all laugh or at least think about some deep shit enough for one day. Later days. I, I don't know how, why can't I keep ending this? I just, I, it keeps going. It just keeps going. There, there must be something in the universe trying to tell me that I need to tell you guys something. I would used to think that I might need to go to fucking check myself into a little white room with a padded cell for having that thought, but now I realize having that thought isn't that crazy. Maybe these questions aren't coming from my retarded mind. Maybe they're coming from somewhere else. You know, like that Akashic Record shit. The Akashic Record, you know, it's like this thing, kind of like the internet. But it's like the force field around us. It's like that force, that quantum force field around us, like has all the knowledge of all time. And we can tap into it at any time, just if you know how to do the right kind of Akashic Record Google search. Holy fucking shit. Maybe that's what they wanted me to tell you guys. Because my brain's retarded, so maybe I, maybe I can only come up with questions and I can't come up with answers. Maybe that's what makes me a retard. I'm willing to fucking admit it. So somebody out there who's not retarded, please, hear me out. Please, do something with this retarded information because it might not be as retarded as I fucking think. I should not doubt myself because this stuff is pretty damn smart, isn't it? If I can't come up with the answers to it, I'm still retarded, but I'm a pretty special retard, aren't I? And I know that I rode the short bus, but... Nothing wrong with that. A lot of us should probably be riding the short bus right now. Because we think on election day that whoever wins is going to change something. But uh, I think we should probably think back to some words JFK once said. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. With this information I have presented you. Later days.